the team found some ramblings by Agent Rutsack and the notes about the house. Apparently it talked to him. And they also mentioned the name Hobbs. Who is this Hobbs? Hobbs was a local friendly that knew Rutsack from back in the day. The team decided to split up. Uh, Agent Strauss, Duffy, and Reflex decided to return to the house and look in the crawl spaces or any sort of location that someone could have been hiding. Uh, they seemed convinced that somebody was still in the house. Well, what about this other agent? Agnes, was it? Yes, sir. That is correct. Uh, agent Agnes went back to the hotel room to do some research. Um, basically, kind of go through the names that uh, Agent Rutsack and his notes ramblings had left behind. The group at the house began to search each closet, see if they could find some sort of a hatch or a crawl space. Agent Duffy was reported to see red eyes in one of the closets, while Agent Reflex saw handprints appear on a tarp, and then the door slammed behind them. The group continued to search the rest of the house, and they found something interesting in the master bathroom. There was a bathtub full of water, and when the agents reached their hands in, they felt a body. Was the water murky? Clear? Crystal clear, sir. When they drained the tub, they saw the water draining around the body. But once the water was gone, the body disappeared. We are the Chaos Engine Podcast, yeah. and uh, we're playing some Delta motherfucking green. Um, probably should have said this in the previous couple episodes, but uh, this podcast is deals with some pretty fucked up shit, so... Um, <laughs> so if you made it is through it the blanket last episode, I'm probably, probably should go back and put a warning on the first couple episodes. Um, but yeah, there's, there's some fucked up adult shit in this, so if you don't like weird fucked up things happening... I would try to put like a trigger warning on here, but there's a lot of stuff, so it would be a pretty long list. So just know that there's probably going to be some spoopy, uncomfortable shit going forward. Um, and you have been warned. Um, who is joining me at this table today? Uh, I guess I'll start. I'm Tyler, playing uh, Agent Strauss, Levi Stafford. Uh, what is a Misha for 300? <laughs> Uh, I will be playing Agent Agnes. Uh, yeah. I'm Cody playing Agent A Acid Reflux. And my name is Jim Duffy, <laughs> and I'm playing the Agent Jake. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who's the real mask? <laughs> I'm the operation. <laughs> oh, man. It's weird. So, I... I have two small children. I have a five-year-old and an eight-year-old, and they're at my parents' house in Arizona for, like, the past week. And so I've never had this much free time in eight years of my life. And <laughs> I I don't know what to do with my time anymore. Like, I just sat around and watched show. Like, I usually never watch TV. And, like, all I've done is, like, I, I guess I'll... Like, we watched a show called Alone. Um, oh, Alone is fucking crazy. Yeah, they have, one, they have one season on Netflix. <laughs> and so we watched it, and... uh it's pretty cool. Like yeah, it, it's, yeah. I. It, 
That's like the real deal. Like I'm watching the show and like this, there's one of the guys and he's just like having this mental breakdown because the whole premise of the show is they drop you out in the wilderness. Uh, spoiler alert, alone. Oh, that's with, okay. You a have camera. like a back, so it's like a reality show. Yeah, you get like yeah. ten. You get to bring ten things that that you can pack in, and then everything else like you are on your own. So like. These guys are building log shelters in 15 days, and it's wild. Like, it's incredible the amount of, like, Dude, survival shit these dudes have. On one of the seasons, one of the guys brought, like, a piece of fabric or canvas or something. Something crazy like that, and he built a fucking canoe for yeah, himself. Yeah, this guy built what? a boat. This guy yes. built a boat out of wood and a tarp. Yep, and he um, was just, like, going back and forth, like, yeah. fishing and getting another... Yeah. So, I'm watching this episode, and there's, like, one of these guys is having a breakdown... Uh, you're like, oh, this this guy's fucking done. Like, yeah. he's gonna leave soon. He's getting helicopter. He's, he's having an soon. issue, <laughs> but he's like, oh, you fucking, you're sitting at your home and you're eating your food and you think you're better than me because you could do this. Well, you can't. I was like, I'm not all those things. Like, <laughs> bro, you've been out here for thirty fucking we days, are all impressed by yourself. That's crazy. Like, that's incredible. Like, yeah. I don't know anybody who's gonna be sitting at home like yeah. like Dennis from fucking <laughs> Fate. It's always sunny. Be like, you dumb son of a bitch. Like, <laughs> I could have fucking I could like, do that. Yeah, right. Like. No, man, this is incredible to watch this show. I'm just like, I, 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 yeah, it's a really interesting show. So I would definitely say if you, if you like, like Survivor Man and stuff like that, check it out. It's that very similar vein. But like, yeah, like they tried, it was like Grizzly Island or Grizzly Mountain or some shit like that, which spoiler alert again, a lot of fucking grizzly bears, like, <laughs> like no. 30 feet away from people. Like, yeah. how, how do you not shit your pants in that situation? Yeah, that. And like, they give them, like, m- like camera training because they give them, yeah. like, a camera and they're like, well, here's a course on how to set up the camera. And then they're like, all right, now we're going to put you on an island. Yeah. yeah. Like, goodbye. Like, they give them, like, multiple, like, bear flashbangs and bear maze to, like, scare the bears Jesus. away. Uh, and, like, one guy, like, the first day he's there... He kills, like, a grouse, which is, like, a uh, wild chicken, essentially, I guess. And he's skinning this shit, and he's doing his thing, and, like, he hears shit snap. And he turns around, and there's a fucking cougar, like, (gasps) watching him through the woods. And he's just like, I'm gonna fucking try to kill that guy. And so, like, he gets his bow and arrow and starts, like, trying to stalk this cougar. I'm like, are you fucking crazy? It's a fucking cougar. (laughs) Like, no. I guess my question is... um why? Because <laughs> they won five hundred thousand dollars if they last the longest. Okay. So ten okay. people get wow. dropped, and you don't know when your time is up. So they don't have to kill each other. No, no. So like the last so one like, standing. So like yet. you, yeah, yeah. So does it just go until like are somebody out there to like I can't do it anymore? Yeah. So they, they each have a phone that they can call. And then the last person doesn't know like what they're the last person. Like you, you don't you don't know how other people are doing. So like I think this this season it was like. 67 days or like seven no it was longer than that it was like almost three months these guys were living in the wilderness alone and they'll drop them like three miles up the coast from each other so they're like this is your like you can go wherever you want but just know like we can't have you like go meet up with these other people but they're like there was one where they did it up here and like on some island vancouver island right Yeah. yeah yeah And there's another one where it was like in the desert or some shit. It's it's a really good show. Dude, that, yeah, that sounds dangerous. They could like find each other and think they're they're animals and like shoot right? each other. Dude, yeah, because I mean, and fuck. you're fucking going nuts out there. Like the dude's having a breakdown talking to himself. Oh, like, all of them. Don't, all of yeah. them are having like existential crises. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Wait, is that a Delta Green? <laughs> it could be. <laughs> like it could be. Oh, a Delta dude, Green. Um, yeah, that'd be yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, like like one of the yeah, it was really really cool. So I would definitely yeah, but uh, but it's one of those things like I would never watch that. But now I have all of this free time in the <laughs> oh, world. Yeah. <laughs> 
Please tell me they don't tell the last guy that he's the last guy, and they just say go, they like, wait until he, he uses the cell phone and bring. Oh, so I, they, I, in the one I watched, <laughs> they waited till like the wait check in for him. So like they do like every I think every month or every couple days they go do like a health check. Like, oh yeah. Hey man, you've lost like fifty percent of your body weight. You can't sustain this. We're pulling you like that kind mm-hmm. of thing. So they, they make sure the people are healthy. Sense, yeah. Seems a lot more um, realistic. Like yeah. about ten years ago, they had a show called The Colony. I don't know if you... Oh, I've heard of it. That one's like so staged, though. Was that the one where they? It was like post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And they got like engineers and doctors and. Yeah, yeah. but that one was staged. So. Yeah. No, this one is straight up. Uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting. So I, I yeah, but I, I don't know. I, and then we've. I've just I've never watched this much television in my life. Good for you. Did man. you guys watch Severance yet? No, I, I don't. No, I, really watch I don't it. have uh, HBO or Apple Plus. Honestly, get the free trial for a week just okay. for Severance. Power through it. It's amazing. Okay, Good it's the, like I've changed my mind on Ben Stiller. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It's mm-hmm. not like he's in it, but it's like he produced it, right? Yeah, I think he produced it, and I. Th- I think it was like six out of eight or nine episodes he directed. Okay. Wow. Yeah. There you go. I yeah. just saw a clip of him like heckling a tennis player at a tournament and the tennis player like just blew up at him. And I'm just like, I like Ben Stiller. <laughs> it was actually the guy sitting next to him. Next to him? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the guy sitting next to him was like, "You fucking suck." <laughs> yeah. And then Stiller was just like, "But you're like, what? Yeah. What?" Just, great. Now I'm here. It was amazing. I love when tennis players have little tizzy fits. <laughs> I remember uh, I always used to get Ben Stiller and Matthew Broderick confused when I was younger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. But Ben Stiller didn't kill somebody, so I guess he's got that. They didn't commit himself. manslaughter. He didn't commit manslaughter than flee the country. That we know of. Him. Holy. That's true. Shit. Very true. So he's always um, going to be Ferris Bueller to me. I am. He's always going to be a murderer. To yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he wasn't Godzilla. Hey, kids, everyone don't, knows don't that. drink a drive. Let's just go put that out there. That's awkward. He was Godzilla, yeah. The, the one we don't talk about. That was bad. I saw that movie twice in theaters. Wow. Wasn't, I remember liking it, but I was also 10. Midnight, opening <laughs> day Godzilla 2001. Dad. Yeah. Yeah, amazing movie. <sighs> yeah, I mean, I, I saw when I was, I w- would have been eight. Okay. And uh, eight-year-old Jake with the yeah. Taco Bell cup <laughs> oh, yeah. and had the big Godzilla on it. Yeah, yeah, no. I fucking yeah. loved it. Seventh grade Chris was stoked on it. Brian Cranston's in that movie? No, that's the newer one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's this right. one with Matthew Broderick, uh, the guy from The Professional. Yep. And then... Uh, Wasn't Matthew Broderick also Inspector Gadget? He yes, was, he, yeah. was. Uh, yeah, he was. You're never, so dope. Never saw that one. Um, <laughs> all right, we should probably get into this. Uh, yeah, let's do it. Uh, so last episode, you guys... Uh, Opened up a, you took a peek in that coffin. You found some notes. You found some uh, very interesting stuff. Then the three of you decided to head to the house yes. and investigate. Um, Specifically thinking like there's got to be something in the house. Yeah. We didn't check for crawl spaces. Chill time. Not. And you guys went to go investigate for crawl spaces. And Agent Agnes decided to go back. And what was Agent Agnes going to do in that meantime? She took all of the uh, notes and the journals and the camera and the burnt-up photographs. um, And uh, she took them all back to the hotel to kind of um, paraphrase, like, uh, get all what... uh, 
uh, ransack, ratsack, ratsack. Rutsack. 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 I mean, well, is his name really Rutsack? Like, I don't Nutsack? Know. Well, I think you guys would know him as Rutsack. I don't think you'd know him as Donley. Right. Okay. Like, that's the thing. Like, Delta Green right. agents are typically supposed to keep their real identity from yeah, each like, other. You, yeah. All, yeah. you all just know just the code names. Yeah. Well. yeah. yeah. Um, and then she would, uh, because she has really high uh, psychotherapy and really high human, she'd probably be, like, a good person to uh, distill all this information and make it, you know, uh, mean something if at all possible okay. and uh, then she would uh, try to look up places that she would uh, in the morning go see if she could find uh, the the store that developed all of the photographs to see if they still had the negatives okay cool nice. I like that idea um, okay so I think let's begin there okay so you have all these notes in front of you and you start trying to like dig into them more yep um, and I think, I mean, you can Google, you have Google, you can start kind of look up things. Yeah. And so I think the things that would stick out to you going through the note, um, if you look up Ture, you find that there was, during the 60s, um, if you kind of like start looking through history, looking up that name... Mm-hmm. you see that there once was a family that lived in the house. Um, they were Adam and Rebecca Ture. They lived in the... And maybe you kind of either, you know, just a Google search, or you start trying to look up and you see... Um, I'm trying to think, like, what the proper way of this would be. You find, like, an article from, mm-hmm. like, the local newspaper. Um, and, yeah, you see that the... They were originally transplants from Montreal, Quebec. Oh, Canadians on the note. Got it. Um, and they had two small children. Uh, there is uh, Elise, L-E-I-S-E, Elise, and Anton. Uh, and I'm assuming you would find an article about the death. Um, and they lived there. Um, they moved into the house in 1963, and they moved out in 1965. Um, there was an incident in, um, and this, I think this is probably what the article kind of, um, you, you see there's some sort of reference to like, uh, Rebecca might've had a brief hospital stint for like medical, mental exhaustion. Okay. Um, it sounds like from the articles you're reading, she spent about six weeks in a mental hospital. Um, and, um, when she came back, they, um, like, the article talks about a little bit how there seemed to be, like, a weird shift in Anton's attitude, um, and they weren't quite sure what was going on. Maybe he was lashing out because of, like, his mom being gone or something like that. But on January 12th, 1966, they found Anton drowned in the toilet bowl in the master bedroom. Um, and the doors to the bathroom were locked on the inside. The the bathroom doors were locked from the inside, oh, so no, yeah. Okay. And he was found drowned in a toilet bowl. Um, and at that point, Rebecca, the mother, was permanently she she was committed to a mental uh, a hospital from that point on. Yeah, she um, was uh, not responsive. I would take it. And it seems like Adam and his, his daughter along uh 
you know, they, he left the area with his wife and daughter as well. So that's mm-hmm. what you find about the Therese. Oh. Uh, what were the other names there that you find that you were looking at? Oh, there's Hobbs. Yep. With, um... So if you look up like Hobbs, Ellensburg, Washington, you find two hits. Um, there is one for a. Um, uh, I'm trying to see where my notes are here. Um, there is one for a Agnes Hobbs. Agnes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then there is one for a Calvin Hobbs. Uh, looks like Calvin Hobbs, there's an obituary written. Uh, he died December 15th, 2016. And uh, it looks like he was a uh, East Coast, like he was originally from this area. He had moved over and done some government work on the East Coast, and mainly in New Jersey. And he had moved back in uh, to Ellsberg, Washington in th- 2010 to take care of his mother. And you could tell that she died. Probably about uh, 2013, she passed away. Um, and yeah, that's what you find out about him. Uh, there was, as long as, you, as long, far as you could tell, there was like no next of kin. There was nothing like that. Uh, just kind of like an obituary saying like, those who knew him, like his funeral will be held at this day, kind of thing. Um, okay. That's what you find about Tobbs. There's also a uh, crease. All right, crease. So this one is. Um, looks like there was a murder-suicide that took place in, um, let me see here, 1960. October 12th, 1960, you find a news report. Uh, one George Kreese, um, he shot his wife and then himself in the house. Um... They were in the master bedroom. Uh, they say that they even go on to say that uh, some of the, uh, yeah, it, some of the details of this are, are pretty gross. But um, I, I think if you like went to a coroner's or a police report, you might be able to find more. This is just kind of like a newspaper. Got it. But uh, not a whole lot of gruesome details in yeah, newspapers. What you find is that he shot his wife. And then before shooting himself, he set the house on fire, and then he shot himself. But a um, a neighbor made it over in time to help, like, call the fire department and start trying to put down the fire. Okay. So it didn't completely burn down, but it had fire damage. Like the grudge. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else do What else do you want to uh, do some research says on? Falcone death. Falcone. Okay. Um. Yeah, so this one is much more recent. This one is from about 2000 and I believe 15. Let me make sure I got my notes right here. Uh, yeah, this one is about 2015. Yeah, you just find a article about in uh, 2015, she owned the house. Her name was Andrea Falcone. Uh, she owned the house from 2008 to 2014. She was found suffocated in the upstairs room. And after that, the house went on the market, and that is when Yamilia bought the house. An upstairs room. Okay. Do we know what she was suffocated with? Um, it did not say. They just found her suffocated. Okay. So, no, they didn't have any cause of foul play or anything like that. They just, they found her suffocated. They didn't, didn't, yeah. All right. And, uh, Wheeler? 
Wheeler. Uh, okay. Uh, so, um, yeah. The You start looking into the Wheeler family from this area, and this is pretty extensive. Um, let me get here. So, um, the Wheelers are the original folks who, I believe they built the house. Um, let me see here. I want to just make sure. Um, I believe they are the ones. Yeah, so he's actually the one who built the house in 1907. Okay. Um, he brought his invalid wife, Isabel Wheeler, here. Um, invalid? In- invalid? Like, what? Invalid. Like, invalid. I think, yeah. Oh, I think she was kind of sick. Oh, okay. Um, and yeah, they, so they built the house in 1907 and, um, you see like there are certain various articles about like, he seemed like he was a, a well-happening guy. Like he's a, a wealthy ma- a Mason and you see that, um, what's your history score? History. I don't think I leveled that up, but I probably should have history. It's just 10%. Ugh. Okay, so there's probably more that you can find, um, but you just find the basics that they lived in the house uh, when it was built up until 1956. Okay. Uh, And that is when, I believe, Michael passed away in 1956. Um, And then you would find a newspaper article about that. Okay. Uh, Just let me make sure here. Sorry, no. You find out that Michael died in 1910. Um, he died during construction uh, of the county seat in, in Ellensburg uh, when a, a falling slab of marble basically struck him in the head and killed him. His wife lived alone in the house until um, she basically, yeah, until she was, till 1956. Um, and that you know that one of her previous nurses who lived with her was uh, Adele D. Vitellio. Vitellio. But if you want to find more, you'd probably have to start looking into like actual, like go to a. Yeah, this is just like newspaper articles. You might be yeah. able to find more if you actually went to like a library and went into old, older stuff that might not be online. Yeah, nitty gritty fact exactly. fighting. Uh, what else you got? Uh, okay, so, uh, is there any more information that I can find on Isra'i, the, uh, I-S-A-R-I? Oh, Yamilia? Yeah. Um, no, I think you just kind of have the, the basics you guys have. She, from a wealthy, wealthy family, bought the house after, um, she bought it right after Falcone died. So, Falcone died in, like, 2015. She bought it in early 2016. Okay. So, she snatched it up off the market, and then... She was there until she died. Um, I think the last thing that she would probably, or Agnes would look up, would be to look at the real estate records and to see if the same real estate uh, uh, company was facilitating all of these sales. Gotcha. Um, uh, it looks like a couple different ones throughout the time. Different ones? Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I think that's all the information that I can get out of these notes. And if you Google, you can see, like, you, you'll find, like, a, a camera shop in town that you could take the stuff to if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. So. Probably. Yeah, she'd probably do that first thing in the morning. Okay.
So you guys just saw some weird shit in this bathroom. Mm-hmm. You guys you know, talk to each other about it, try to compartmentalize. I know you guys <sighs> wanted to check a couple more rooms to figure out this, uh, this, you know, if there's yeah. a ceiling. But what's going through your guys' heads right now as you just experienced this? Because this is... Uh, yeah, she just saw the tub drown. And you drown, saw the water, like, draining drain, around a body. Yeah, drain around a body, and then... Do you... Duffy reached in? Yeah, or so... I... Somebody discovered it's not there anymore. I don't remember if I did that. I think you did that. Okay, oh, yeah. 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 It's not there anymore. Oh, no, yeah, God. Eustace is uh, Eustace is just in a weird, weird mindset. Like he's he's obviously like just as skittish and paranoid as he was before, but now he's I don't know. There's something like just excitable about it, and I I don't know. Like maybe non more nonchalant than I should be about this, even though it's freaking me out. And this is like that freaked me out, but it's not stopping me, so yeah. I'm still going. Let's go. Let's go through Duffy's head. I think just out of um, necessity. I think um, after reaching in, feeling the shoulder or a body in the tub and then immediately draining the water and and seeing that there's still, it's the water's draining around something, I think he would immediately step out of the bathroom and then ask if everybody's ready to go. Just <laughs> but not even just like, yeah. just be like, okay, let's keep going because I don't know what is happening in here. That like, makes sense. I cannot rationalize this, so I'm just not. Right. I'm not going to keep looking at it. I like it. Uh, yeah, Strauss like would. He's in there. Maybe keeps like, you know, banging his hand in the bathtub, like back and forth, trying yeah. to like just come on. There's got to be here. Something. Something's here. But kind of accepts. Sees you. Sees Duffy walking out, and he just kind of stand up and just like close his eyes, kind of take a deep breath, and just. All right, we need to get through the rest of the house. It's just kind of like business time. Uh, you who? We just take the garage, right? Because I don't. You haven't gone to the garage. We have it, but do we do that before we do upstairs? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Because I still want to know, and it, we probably can't figure this out just right now. But why the garage was built from the porch? It used to be a porch that they have closed in to make a garage. Yeah. Hey, question. I just want to make sure we did check the walk-in closet in the master bathroom. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was nothing. I did cool, that because cool, cool. there was nothing. There's nothing there, and then I touched the water. Right on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, garage. Okay. So you guys head to. Also, <laughs> stress might also be like mumbling, like nah, now I know I wrote, we want, might want to burn the house down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this was a uh, again. This was a uh, this is a two two car garage that doubles as a storage area. Um, it looks like it was a screened-in porch that it was converted, so you can still kind of see some of the some of the items there. But yeah, if you guys walk in, you see no nothing for like an attic crawl space or anything. You don't see any sort of ceiling hatches or anything like that. So. And okay. I guess I probably should have mentioned this at the last episode. I know I said my character probably doesn't know what they're um, looking for. His surge is still low. It's the base 20. But he um, probably has like cleared a house. So like any large pieces of furniture, he might be like looking behind the furniture. Yeah, lifting up rugs and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, you guys are looking for ceiling stuff, but yeah. yeah. My house has like weird panels on the wall, like recessed in so you can go into like the house essentially. Gotcha. If I put a dresser in front of that, nobody would know. Right. So like okay. anything yeah, like that. Yeah, I mean, I think you guys are looking and you're not seeing anything that strikes you as... Um, like a hidden compartment. Yeah, there's no hidden compartments that you've seen so far. And if you check the storage room too, you don't see anything in there. Okay. So, 
Heading upstairs? Heading upstairs. All right. Uh, the bottom of the stairs, he'd, he'd point the gun and light up and says, Coming up, I know somebody's in here. So I think, yeah, you guys shine this light up, and I think we kind of see, like, the dust falling through the flashlight as you slowly creak up the stairs, just... <laughs> as you uh, get up to the bonus room. And you get to the top, and... Yeah, you, you guys don't... There was there a closet in this one? Is that a closet or is that some kind of balcony? It's kind of like a balcony. Okay. I think it's like a big like a big open area. But yeah, you guys don't Nothing see in any ceilings. No. And there's a rocking chair in here. <sighs> there was a rocking chair. Yeah. Um. This is where the former owner suffocated. If fourteen. If that's the whole house, um, Duffy would try to do it in like the most you know bravest calm, cool, and collected way possible, but he'd be like, okay, we can leave. There's one place we didn't explicitly check. Oh, we, we, oh, where? Well, I guess that's it. The yeah. store, I don't know how <laughs> Mrs. Ford, the storage room oh, that God. is right next to the, it's connected to the garage. Yeah, you, I said you guys looked there. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Uh, Strauss still doesn't believe it, uh, but uh, something's weird. Agent Acid Reflux, take your headphones off, please. Plug oh, no. Duffy and Strauss, you guys are kind of looking through here and maybe Reflex has kind of gone off into a corner and looking around at stuff. And you guys hear the front door downstairs just slam against a wall. Um, and you start High to hear... bolt. Oh, wait. So you start to hear, like, footprints downstairs and they're coming towards the stairs. I The second I hear that, I'm running to the top of the stairs and aiming my gun and flashlight down. Covering his six, gun out. You, like, your flashlight is shining down this thing and you hear these footsteps getting closer and closer and closer and then you hear them go past you. (gasps) On the stairs? Yes. And then you hear, both of you hear the scream of just What? What? And then nothing. Give me a sanity roll. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, dude, oh, fuck that one up. 86 over 52. Ooh. Okay, here we go. Uh, that is a 99. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You're going to take four points of sanity damage. Do you want to project it onto a bond? Duffy's going to take one point. See, here's the fun part about that. Uh, I'm at 56. Okay. And my breaking point is 52. So You probably should. I probably should do that. Yeah, so let's let's do that. Okay, one oh, moment. Yeah. I feel like Duffy is getting off lucky. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure. I'm trying to write down every uh, instance of sanity loss gotcha. and how nice. much I lose. I remember if you guys fail a roll, uh, we haven't really had a whole lot of skill checks, but like I mentioned that if you fail a skill yeah. roll, you get to put a check mark and you increase it by one for the next thing. Cool. A couple searches last Yeah, we haven't done a whole lot of rolls except for sanity. So. And then what is it if you have three instances of sanity damage before a breaking point? Then you become adapted to it. You, you, get, you gain that trait. I'm going to have to go through these because this yeah. is definitely at least three. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. 
But oh, do we know if it's okay. have they been? This is unnatural. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. oh, I don't think you can become a damn. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna try to project this to my one bond. Okay. Three. Nice. Ice. So you take so, three points of willpower damage. Uh, What's that bring you down to? Let me check you just. Yeah, do your math. I probably should let you do the math first before I start Lord. asking you questions. Tell me now, or you're still working. Uh, so my willpower, if I lose three points, goes down to ten. Perfect. From thirteen. Love it. Love to have it. Uh, and that puts my bond from ten to seven. Okay, we'll see what happens Ooh. in the home in the downtime. What okay. was the bond that you chose? Uh, is listed as um, my remaining squad member. Nice. His name is Nick Fisher. You haven't uh, heard anything about him because we haven't done home scenes sure. yet, but yeah. so, hopefully you'll see. So, uh, Agent yeah. Reflex, you're kind of off in a corner staring at something, kind of looking, you know, kind of walking around this whole space, trying to you know, figure out what's going you know, you, on. You've been up here before, but you're kind of just taking it in. Yeah. And suddenly you see Duffy and Strauss snap to attention and rush to the stairs, and they're both shining their lights down there. And then they're standing there for a good 15 seconds. And what do you guys do? Well, as what we hear goes past us, I'm trying to follow that. Like, look. It goes, like, between you guys, almost into, like, the center of the room. And then it, then that's when you hear the noise. You don't hear anything, Reflux. You just see these two. Right. They look like they're, like, shining their flashlights, following yeah, something. You would, you would see Strauss, like, kind of like, when, you, when we hear what we hear, just, like, flinches real quick like what the fuck just like his, <laughs> something yeah eyes like, go wide kind of like what the fuck is happening SWAT team style at right. the top of the stairs and then you just see Jim Duffy like <gasps> and then he kind of like turns around and he's just like breathing super yeah. so I'm like what, what's going on what did you see did you hear that no it's just like wide eyed like there's didn't hear the front door, and then he's gonna the run. scream. The footsteps, none of it. None of it. No, nothing. <laughs> Strauss just like looks around. I think we have to get out of here now. We've cleared the house. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say this probably took you guys probably like an hour to go through everything. So it's probably about eleven o'clock right now. Yeah, he, but he will like quickly go to the front door, and is the front door slammed open? Yeah, front door's wide open. Jesus. Dude. Sorry, no, you guys closed it behind you? Yeah. yeah. The door's yeah. closed then. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, let's go. Let's, uh, I think we should stick around until 12 just for fun. No, just <laughs> <laughs> 3 a.m. is the witching hour. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, where are you guys going? Perky's. Uh, Perky's. You get a good, a nice yaff. Yep. Yeah. Right. You gonna go to Perkins? <sighs> Grab get oh, some Perkins. kind of Perkins. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, you guys arrive, arrive at Perkins. I mean, it's a, like a trucker dining restaurant. Yeah. Uh, Give so me the Eggs Benedict. They got Eggs Benedict. That's decent. At least it was when I ate it. Get a slice of pie. <laughs> they got pie. Love it. Yeah, Jim Duffy's just going to get hash browns and an unsweetened iced tea. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Love his, myself an unsweetened iced tea. For his uh, blood pressure. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys talk about? What, what What's going through your guys' heads? Like, what does this conversation look like as you're sitting here in this restaurant They've gone through some wild shit. Like the, there's, there's an awkward pause, and I'm just like those mariners. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Back in 2017. Yeah. Um. They still sucked. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't I don't know if there would be much talking. Yeah, Strauss would be sitting there eating a slice of pie really slowly and just kind of like staring off into space. Got to burn the house. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, if you can't burn that co- coffin, obviously, uh, burn the house. But uh, quick question. Sorry to derail. So this is something I, I think I forgot to ask uh, to clarify exactly. But Delta Green normally like you have certain objectives, right? Like hard, fast objectives. Mm-hmm. What was ours for this? Just to figure out why the agent killed himself and what the house had to do with it if yeah. it was paranormal. Yep. So you guys had. Uh, I will read you. Uh, you are to determine the cause of Agent Rutsack's recent death. You uh, need to see if there is anything if the house is a is an ongoing threat to the public uh and that's your job so you need to figure out how he died what got him and then you need to figure out is this house a threat okay so that's, yes, that's kind is. of kind of what i was I, I thought i remembered something about that but he's thinking of the house just like we have to burn the house right we have to destroy this whatever is here i think we should uh we should also maybe connect with agnes for this conversation as well yeah, she's just True. chilling at her. Uh, she's just chilling at the hotel room. Yeah, she might have more information. We have more information. I do also to her. want to look into the land that the house is on, just because like burning it might. And I mean, if burning the coffin didn't do anything, I, mean, I didn't look at the coffin got burned. There was no. Oh, interesting. Said, well, did like, the corpse so- look burned? No. Well, it hmm. said, yeah. Then you just, just cracked it and took a look. Yeah, so what true. did the... Oh. It said burn it, uh, crease tried, didn't work. Burn it, crease tried, it. Maybe that means that they tried to burn it and flame, human physical flames did nothing. Or did he try to burn the body or the house? Sound, uh, oh, good question. Uh, it doesn't say. It just says burn know. it. Yeah, you don't know. Hmm. hmm. That is well, it, yeah. it also refers to it later on when it had a conversation yeah. with it. I don't um, know if that's the same thing, yeah, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strauss still just sitting there, just eating another slice of pie. Yeah, I think it's whatever we find out. It's that house is getting burned to the ground. So maybe we, whatever's in there is a we, threat. So I think we do some research. We talk to this parapsychologist. We talk to we get that antique person. Get you know find out some history here. Okay. Maybe learn about the land, like you said. Talk to Agnes. Information before we burn it. I'm down to burn it. Agnes, you are, you know, doing your research when you, I'm trying to figure out, do you guys probably get two rooms, I'm assuming? I don't know if we... Or each have a separate room. I don't think we ever discussed this. Definitely has night terrors. He definitely has his own room. (laughs) (laughs) So we'll say you all got your own rooms. I think that's fair. So you guys go to Agnes's room, knock on the door. Um, I'm assuming, do you draw your gun or anything, Agnes, when you answer it? Or how, how does Agnes handle that you know they were out and about so i think you might think fires through the door but, yeah. i mean it's a hotel right yeah there's people yeah so you look out you see these three yahoos uh sitting there staring at you <laughs> you let them in yeah let them okay in. uh so we kind of cut to you guys sitting maybe on the chairs or the various you know the, the one bedroom in there or the bedroom the bed <laughs> uh and what do you guys do what do you guys talk about 
how, how does this conversation go down as you guys enter into the room? And, and do we know you, you probably were... all look kind of out of it? I think you guys probably all you see that they look like they've been through some shit. I think that would be safe to say. Yeah. Yes. Look, uh, look like Matthew McConaughey looking at his phone with a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> um. Agnes probably has like her entire bed covered with like papers and uh, like research materials and what she could get her hand on in in, in that hour uh, or in. It's been been about an hour and a half. They, and they get half. to your place probably about like eleven thirty. Okay. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just probably. So I guess I should ask. Are you still up? Uh, yes. Okay. Probably. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, we we I just I just uh, there uh, uh there was a ball came out of the closet. Uh, uh, Duffy saw Duffy found a ball. Um, there's a there's a red pair of eyes. Uh, yeah. So like with a uh, big old fat lip of uh, of dip in his mouth, <laughs> sort of like leaning up against the wall next to the window. I think he'll explain everything he saw. At least the yeah when uh, we went into the first closet, there was uh rat's nest of some sort uh, with an expired orange juice from about a year ago, year and a half. Um, then in the other bathroom, bedroom, uh, Reflux saw a pair of handprints walking across a tarp, at which point I saw a set of eyes in a closet, red eyes peering at me. This was after the red ball came rolling out of the closet uh, because we heard a pound from inside. Mm-hmm. We then proceeded to the bathroom where... Which bathroom? The bathroom between bathroom three and four, I believe it was. Well, we, uh, yeah, the I, bathroom we between... Went to, oh, yeah, yeah. You guys went explained, to, not me. You went to a couple sound in the bedroom. Oh, my map is... Oh, I have it. Sorry. Oh, okay. I, am. I need it so I could figure out where we're, where I we're going. I don't remember if anything happened in the bathroom, in that bathroom. We, you guys heard a weird noise. Yeah, we were in bedroom yeah. four, and we heard oh, yeah, a noise. You heard, somebody, you heard something riding on the mirror. Yeah, the rubbing on the, on the like, uh, condensation on the mirror, like, squeak. There was no condensation. I know, yeah, yeah. but it was, like, squeaking yeah. against yeah, the exactly. mirror. Ooh, okay. Um, uh, oh, and that was the, the bathroom between bedroom and Three and four, yeah. at which point we proceeded to the utility closet cleared nothing in the ceiling garage cleared the master bathroom um was or i'm sorry the master bedroom was clear we proceeded into the master bathroom and somebody filled the toilet or not the toilet the bath the bath the bath <laughs> the someone left a big old deucer real piece of work he would just straight up like at that point interrupt yeah. you and just mention that Somebody had filled the bathtub full of water. So at one, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a sidetrack. But the one time I was coming back from Ellensburg, and I went to go to like one of the places, like there's like a gas station inside of town, and I go take a pee, and someone had left the biggest shit I'd ever seen in my <laughs> oh, life. Yeah. That I took a photo. Of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd never seen a turd that big. <laughs> Dude. It was fucking one time. You, it was like a loaf of bread. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, do you at Truckers, that point, man. if you can't flush it, do you even try? Yeah, I was just oh like, I wasn't even mad. It was like dude. a fucking burrito. I'm like, dude, this guy, good for this guy. Sorry. Sorry. No worries. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Strauss would interrupt Duffy and just bring up that we found the bathtub full of water. Somebody filled it full of water. Okay. Yeah. Duffy would, like, spit and into his cup. That uh, tub there was, was full. 
there was something else in there. And, uh, we reached our hands in, and there was what felt like a body in the tub. Couldn't see it, but, but you could feel it. You could feel it. Like, uh, maybe about the size of a child. Uh, after draining the tub, you could see that the water was flowing around a body. Uh, but then after the tub was empty, there was nothing else in there. We headed up to the bonus room, and Agent Strauss and I heard the front door slam open very aggressively, very loud, thumping footsteps, walking up the stairs, walk past us, and scream the name Jen. Jan. Jan. Yeah, I was trying to do it quietly. So I didn't, yeah, yeah. 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 At the top of his lungs. That is. Uh, so it, Agnes is like, she kind of looks like she's like half listening to you guys because she's like still reading but like listening to you guys, and she's like twirling her pencil in her hand and she's like trying to make sense of it all. And then like she she kind of like starts pinning papers up on the wall and like trying to make sense of it. And then she said, uh, uh, she, you, you kind of get the feel like she's kind of like not going to believe what you say and then she just kind of goes right into it of like everything that she's found so far and try to like make sense of like what's, what ignoring you ignoring with the story we just told <laughs> yeah. like here's what I've been doing <laughs> uh, okay, so she would probably start delving into all of the uh, notes that she has made sense of so far, which which is quite a hefty amount, one would say. Uh, so she discovered that uh, Torre, Torre, it was a family that lived there from 1963 to 1965, and they were Canadians, which makes sense from oh. the notes with the question mark. Like uh, obviously, Rutzak was getting somewhere with where the origin of that particular family was. Uh, the family had two children. Uh, two small children. So there was Elise, Elise, Elise. I think. So wait, they lived there till 1965. 1966. Oh, 1966. Okay, I was gonna say Kafka yeah. says 66. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Anton, and then uh, the wife, Rebecca, had mental issues after that. Well, she had mental issues before this was all happening while they were living in the house, and then Anton ended up drowning in a locked room inside the toilet actually i wrote that down in the master bedroom master bedroom uh, wait and the doors were locked from the inside he died drowned in the toilet in the master bathroom yes. or bedroom oh. master bedroom but the one you found the, the body in the water yeah. well i'm just trying to clarify yeah. so the, the master, master bathroom, bathroom. The bathroom. Yeah. okay yeah. So, like, Agnes was, but like, the, telling you this in, like, a rush, and she's, like, the making The toilet and not the bathtub. Not the bathtub. Yes. The toilet. Interesting. It was. Wait, keep going. Okay. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> no, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so uh, that pretty much sums up uh, the, the family, uh, Adam, the father, and Elise, and the, the, the wife is, like, uh, comatose. Like, she's not responsive after the, the, the drowning of the son. Uh, that's it this information here um so uh yeah the father just takes his daughter takes his wife leaves go back to canada they go back to canada the canadian mental health law right (laughs) uh and then uh there was research done on hobbs Uh, apparently there's only two hobbs in rec on record for enum enum claw 
Ellensburg. Ellensburg. Washington. One was Agnes. I thought that was funny. <laughs> the other one was Calvin, which I assume that was the one that we're talking about. And he ended up, his, he died in December, uh, December 15th, 2016. And he uh, was originally from the East Coast and he came over here in 2010 to take care of his mother. So... What Hobbs was doing with Ratsuck, uh, Ratsack, Ratsuck, Rutsnack. <laughs> Rutsnack. <laughs> we don't know uh, the, the the particulars of that thing. Um, okay, and I did do research. Well, no, Agnes, Agnes, Agnes did research <laughs> on Crease. Uh, it was a, uh, Crease is dead also. Uh, it was a murder-suicide. He died on October 12, 1960, and he, it was a, he was in the house, shot his wife, and then himself. Well, he shot his wife, set the house on fire, then shot himself, and that's when the neighbor put it out. Oh, <laughs> son of a bitch. And that was in the master bedroom. In the master bedroom? In the master bedroom. Where, oh, damn. Something's in the master bedroom. So then, like, Agnes is like, like her hair is just getting frizzier and frizzier as the silly <laughs> thing is. <laughs> She's like, there's a mystery here, and I'm going to solve it. Um, and then, uh, so... Uh, for uh, moving along, uh, she's like, everyone keeping up? Everyone have any questions? And okay, we can't. We're moving on. Come on, there was a guy named Calvin Hobbs. Hobbs Calvin, come on, man. I mean, what's Calvin Hobbs? <laughs> Calvin Hobbs. <laughs> all right. Where are you right now? <laughs> We've had all this talk about trademarks. <laughs> <laughs> it's H O B B E S. It's the same. <laughs> isn't that? Yeah, isn't that how it's spelled? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then uh, the next person on the list of the scribbled notes was an individual called Falcone. Uh, Falcone died in 2015. Um, she owned the house from 2008 to 2014, and then she suffocated upstairs. No further information. It would have been 2015, that. yeah, sorry. Yeah, oh, because yeah. She, that's where she died, but yeah. So she yeah, she suffocated upstairs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, there was no cause of death that I could find. Gotcha. I will have to go to the library or some sort of... Uh, town hall or records or yeah uh and then um the last individual was wheeler that was on the list uh i'm uh, assuming that rutsack rutsack i keep forgetting his name rutsack, yeah. <laughs> um was doing research on the origin of the house and where it came from and wheeler built the house it was michael wheeler he built it in 1907 uh and he ended up uh, he was a fairly wealthy mason at the time, so he could build his own house. He ended up dying in 1918. Uh, he, I wrote that down. How he? How did he die? He oh he fell during uh, uh he during construction, uh falling slab of marble crushed him to death. Yeah, uh and then Adele, uh his wife. No, not Adele's not his wife. Adele was the nurse to his wife. I did not write down the wife's name. The wife's name was Isabel. Isabel. Isabel Wheeler. Uh, Isabel Wheeler. Uh, Isabel ended up living in the house until 1956. She was taken care of by a nurse, Adele Devitello. Devitello. <laughs> yeah, Devitello. Uh, Devitello. Um, and that is the last known record of that. And that is all the information that I did get so far in this amount of time while you have been gone. Sir, are you okay? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Why? I don't know. I just picture you being like most out of it. <laughs> Still can't get over the Calvin and Hobbes thing. <laughs> no. Uh, okay, so what you, what you got, Duffy? What are, you, what are you talking about? What are you thinking? 
Oh, I mean, I'm only thinking new rule, and he kind of looks at everybody in the eye and he makes sure everybody's listening. New rule, nobody goes into the master bedroom alone for any reason, especially during the nighttime. If you feel compelled Deal. to in any way, try to call somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Understood. But that's all I got. I think whatever's going on here is clearly a threat. We need to destroy that house. So, so Crease, uh, the, the note, his log said Crease tried to burn it. We don't know what it is necessarily. But the Kreese, house. Kurt, I mean, are you for sure? Well, yeah. he committed a murder-suicide and then tried to burn the yeah. house down. Yeah. And then the neighbor put it out. In the master bedroom. Okay, so it was in the master bedroom. Yes. There was a fire. Wow, neighbor Wait. put it out, huh? Yeah, stupid neighbor. Do you think the note... I think his research where it says he tried, Chris tried to burn it. Okay, we know he tried to burn the house. Yeah. Is the it that talked to oh. Rutsack also the house? That's, so, that's a good point. That's, I mean, okay. Jake's I'm just, up. this is just like an editing point, but I was just like talking <laughs> to Emily before and it like a week ago. And I was like, what if it's like that movie, the haunted, uh, that haunted house movie with the, the animated one it's like monster uh, house monster house oh, i was like what if it's oh, like monster house. house what's monster house the guys i'm sorry spoilers for monster house out there but the guy's wife dies and she like inhabits her soul inhabits the house and the house is now haunted oh, shit. So, which is funny i was watching streams yesterday last night of madison which is a video game that just came out about a possessed house huh. dude what delta green man i saw someone driving down the road and they had a truck, and, and they passed me in like the carpool lane, and I looked over, and they had a circle emblem on the back of their truck with a triangle in the middle. Oh Jesus. my god! I was nice. like, that person plays Delta Green. Oh, nice. <laughs> Simulation breaking down. Oh, yeah. I should also know. I don't know if you want to like edit this all. Day. No, it's fine. Um, I did. Um, I did do research on past real estate companies that did facilitate all the sales to this house and none of them are congruent so it seems like everything has been passed off to other hands because no one wants to deal with that shit hmm. cannot blind them at all cannot blind them <laughs> the room phone starts to ring oh yeah I'll answer just buzzing I'll just I'll, you pick it up I'll pick it up right, everybody take your headphones off but uh Agnes it is my room right that makes sense okay cool <laughs> if you're on the bed it's probably close to the bed You pick up the phone and put it to your ear, and you just kind of hear like a staticky background, and you just hear just. Uh, Agnes would just be like, "Hello, can you identify yourself?" This is Agent Agnes. Are you from Delta Green? And it just hangs up. Okay. What was all that about? The individual at the other end of the line did not say anything except for breathing. I did try to get them to identify themselves. That happened to Hobbs. <laughs> that happened to Hobbs. And uh, they did not respond in any way. And, and tell me, uh, that's another one we didn't touch on. You mentioned Hobbs. I just want to make sure. So they, what, what's the deal with Hobbs? East Coast? Uh, he was from the East Coast. He died December 15th, 2016. He came over here to take care of his mother in 2010. And you guys remember that Rutsack worked in New Jersey. 
Mm. Can I grab oh, the phone I real fast? I don't think I knew hmm? that. Can I grab the phone real fast? Yeah. Can I? I just want to grab the phone and like dial down to the desk, like zero or whatever okay. it is, and then yeah, they, talk they, to the front desk real fast. Yeah. So that you you call. Uh, I don't think we're gonna take our headphones no, off for this, but yeah, you call. And you I'll just, put it on speaker. Yeah. So yeah, you hear just somebody like. Uh, the answer is like front desk. How can we help you? Hi, this is room so and so. We just received a call, uh, but it was my my buddy and his phone died. Can I actually get the number that he called from? Are you guys able to see that? Um, is that something I can do? I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe like a luck roll or yeah, bureaucracy. I don't know if that's possible. I see a call. I mean, what? And she's just like, um, what room number are you in? Room what, 69. What? Yeah. <laughs> so you see her like, you hear some like typing going on. She's like, um, okay, I see one incoming phone number here. Uh, yeah, ready for it. It's, uh, looks like 509-227-5684. Thank you, darling. He's going to hang up the phone. Okay. That you should, you have that number. Uh, do I know like is that the is that that the area code of this area? Yeah, five hundred nine is is typically Eastern Washington. Do um, we want to call? Can can someone remind me? I have a phone number written down here, and I'm not sure which one it is. It's the five hundred nine two three eight seven seven six five number. I oh, don't know that number. You got that number? You can try calling it. Where did we get that? We got yeah, that number that at number? the at the uh, oh that Star was Moore. yeah that was yep. the number that was assigned to the storage unit. Mm-hmm. So we think like, oh the phone oh the phone number yeah okay all right cool um yeah let's just uh, let's call that nice detective work. Can I do like I can I do like some kind of I don't know detective work on the number before we call it? Like I know I can just sometimes you can just Google numbers uh, yeah, and like totally. show up. Right? He is yeah. the tech guy. So I don't know if like I can just Google it first off. Does it show up with anything? <laughs> Yeah, so I think you look up the phone number, uh, you type it in, and you see that it is tied to the name Falcone, Andrea Falcone. What? Okay. So if like you Google it, you see that it is uh, last tied to 1206 Booner Avenue. Oh shit! Okay, so the Falcone, just for the, uh, listeners, that he was supposed to, he was supposed to suffocate, or he did. She, suffocate. she's the one that she. suffocated upstairs. In she, the, 2015. 2015. Yeah. yeah. Well, right. while uh, you guys are doing this, Strauss has grabbed the uh, the first page of all the notes. Like maybe he just found <laughs> it, found it on like you know you got it spread out. Yeah. And he's running through what you told us. He says, "Did you find anything about this name? Is sorry? Is that what it says? That's is that's uh, a yeah." That's the lady who owned it last time. Mm-hmm. She's the one that... Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh, yep. I forgot her last name. No, but so, so did I. I asked about that, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I just had Yamila. Uh, or Yamia? Whatever. Yeah, um, you, I am not quite Amelia. sure. So this, it changes. So he was investigating every single previous owner. Yeah. Did he find anybody in between Wheeler? Well, Adele and... Who do we have? And he's, like, looking through. And also, Tyler is... Uh, Priest. Is it is there a gap or is or do you not from, know enough from to Wheeler know? increase from so Wheeler was taken care of, the widow was taken care of by a nurse Adele mm-hmm. and is that like continuous up until 1956 Crease? but then yeah the the Tory family moved in in 1963 and then Crease is 19 died 1960 
So okay, it's a pretty. There isn't. There doesn't seem to be any gaps. So yeah, you know that the the Kreese family owned it from 1956 to 1960, and then the Turi family moved it in 1963 and moved out in 1966. So okay. there's the coffin and the green box. But are there any other notes about the Turi family in his investigation? No. Uh, so. The <laughs> Turi equals not dead slash roaming the house. Oh yeah, maybe that's it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> o- only at night though. All casual. So, yeah, you guys probably have to do. You probably have to go find some public records or something like that. You feel yeah. like in the morning or something. Yeah, yeah I'm. I'm just trying to check. Like, we don't seem to have any gaps. It's a pretty. There's cons- a three-year gap there. But from Adele, fifty-three to fifty-six. So we learned them were up to fifty-six, and then the crease took over in fifty-six to nineteen sixty, and then the Turies are nineteen sixty-three oh, to nineteen sixty-six. Okay. And then from there. Uh, you learned that there was Falcone was 2018 to 2014. So there's so 14 a, to 18. Yeah, 2000. Wait. Sorry, 2008 oh, to 2014. And then Yamilia Sorry had it from 2015 to 2017. Sorry. Okay, so there's kind of so, a. Sorry, uh, Andrea died in 2015. So you, you're sorry about it, like right after she died. So. And I'm sorry. After the 60s, who owned it? In like the 70s and 80s and 90s. You don't know. I think you have to okay, do some so research. There, there gotcha. Okay. 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 Yep. Okay. Yep. So okay. That's what. That's what sounds that's like what something to, to look at tomorrow. Yes. All right. I thought you said a three-year gap. Yeah. Well, because I was noticing. I was. I was well, like, I did say three, but I was noticing like the early ones. Yeah. 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 And then, of course, everything after the two rays. Yeah. We don't have it until the Too last bad. few years. Right. Um, all right. So you guys uh, wrap it up and go to bed or what's your guys' plan? I don't think it's a good idea to call the number. No, I don't think so. Now. No. <laughs> I do think it's extremely interesting that all we hear is breathing and she's suffocated. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything yeah. about the house. Oh, it's a female? You just heard a voice. You just sound like heavy breathing. You can't yeah, really tell. Okay. But the number was tied to that female. Yes. Right. The last known thing that you could find on that number, it was tied to Falcone in that address. Okay. A phone went off in the house, right, while we were in it, did it? Or no? no. Did we even notice a phone? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I don't think there was one. No, like if you walk through there, there was no phone. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, that's interesting. So maybe the ghosts don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> have poor reception in this house. (laughs) (laughs) No wonder they're haunting shit. (laughs) Bring by Comcast. (laughs) One thing I do want to look into is... hours slow today. (laughs) Kind of curious, like, the police report from the neighbor putting out the fire back with the the crease uh, era. Like, I'm kind of interested. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's all stuff you guys could definitely research tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Okay. I think we could probably... Hit the hay. Okay, so everyone wraps up to sleep. Um, we gotta figure out this thing with. Uh, okay, does anybody have any like nightly rituals they go through? I know Jim Duffy. We gotta we gotta figure out what you gotta do. I would just, I mean, call my wife. Okay. Yeah. Uh, midnight. <laughs> I mean, I would like earlier in the day. Yeah. I guess, but I assume yeah, you yeah. Midnight now. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So let's figure out what we gotta do with Jim Duffy's role. Yeah, I think I just have to make a sanity check. I think so, too. And then if I fail, I don't sleep, and I don't get back willpower. Sleep disorder. There we go. Every time an agent tries to sleep, make a sanity test. So let's see the test for Jim Duffy. You got this, my man. Do do it. So it's basically a luck roll, because my sin's at 51. Ooh, 97. 
super bad. Wow. So you lose the possibility of resting or regaining any willpower points for 24 hours. You are now exhausted. Aw, buddy. Damn. So it's a minus 20 to all my chicks? Oh okay. my god. For 24 hours. Good um, lord. So I think we kind of see that as like Jim Duffy. What is, what is what is Jim Duffy thinking of that's like causing these night terrors? As he's like laying there tossing and turning. Is he thinking about the house? Is he thinking about like previous things? What's going through his head? Yeah, so I think he's gonna be like... Uh, in his dream, he's sort of gonna... It's gonna just be like a black void. And then like a really small pinprick in the middle. And it gets closer and closer and bigger and bigger and bigger. And then we see that it's the house. And then we kind of like cut to the bathroom and you hear like the water running in the shower. And he like reaches to pull the curtain back and it's just like a tub full of gigantic snakes. Oh, geez. Um, and then he Why's just it always like gotta be snakes? wakes up and just like beads of cold sweat and like, like the like wife beater he was wearing to bed is just like completely soaked through like and the snakes are licking off the perspiration off his head (laughs) 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 but i do (laughs) i do think he's going to because you can use stimulants one of which being tobacco so i do think he's gonna if you allow this if not um it's fine but i do think he's gonna try to stave off the exhaustion with use of just like chewing tobacco for the first six hours of okay. his day. Well, you roll 1d6. See how many hours. Oh, okay. Cool. Cool. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, I'm just trying to see how many points you guys get back from resting. I was just looking at that. That's a page, I think, 47. 1d6 for a full night's rest. Okay. Nice. So, um, okay. And so if we didn't lose any during the day? Uh, willpower? If you didn't. No, I think only you lost willpower, and I believe... I think you're the only one, right? I don't think Co- Cody... Your I character don't didn't think you did. Right? Uh, or wait. I, I did lose oh, wait, four, four willpower. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so you guys can roll your d6 now and regain that. Roll something else? I know. Uh, yeah. Three. Boom. Back nice. up. You have options, my friend. <laughs> oh. Hefty. Yeah. That's good. Uh, nice. It was a five. So okay. I it nice. All. Hell yeah. There you go. Very nice. All right. Uh, everybody. Eustace take... needs it. Yeah. He does. Take your headphones off except for Cody. Cody's your character is, is going to sleep. Your phone starts to ring in the hotel room. Do you answer it? What does my caller ID say? Uh, do phone ones have it? Yeah. Sure. Uh, well, actually, they're like burners. I don't know. Well, this is no. This is like the phone, like the hotel room. Oh, oh, it shouldn't then. Yeah, um, yeah, I do answer it. You pick it up, and you just hear. And then you hear. It's like a whispering voice, and you just hear. Come on. I say Falcone. Falcone, tell me more. And then it just sits there and. You're like thinking about it, and it's just like, come back to us. We are here for you. I just say nothing. I'm just listening. Okay. So because of your what you rolled, yeah, yeah. I think your character gets up that night and goes back to the house. Are you cool with that? Do I have a show? Uh, not really. No. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. So I think we. We end 
this episode with we see you kind of look around and get up. You didn't bring your own car, did you? Uh, the only one hurt you. Uh, no, I think I think I no, I think I did actually. It was my Jeep, remember? Uh, that's right. Yeah. So yeah, we yeah. see you get yeah. into your Jeep, pull out of the parking lot, and we end with your Jeep in front of twelve oh six, and you just staring at it, kind of like zoned out, and you're like walked out, just yeah. staring at it. And then we see you get out, and the front door's wide open, and we see you walk inside, and then we just see the door close, and that's it. I am your handler, Chris, back here with another player interview. Hello. This time we're talking with Tyler. That's me. I think, yep. Tyler, I've played the most games with you, I think. I I mean, of the rest of them? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Tyler and I met on a podcast we did together called Comics Brew. When that started uh, in, what, 2013? Something like that. Damn. Um, and Tyler and I... Tyler would be, quickly became my favorite person of the the podcast. Oh, thanks. Uh, Warms my heart. Um, nothing against Josh and Adam, but I don't know. Oh, yes. I felt like you much, were much more of a... Your, your humor aligned with mine a lot more than those guys. I think that's true. Um, and so, Tyler and I, we did that. Um, and then we ended up doing a series called Comics Brew Plays on, oh, yeah. po- on Comics Brew, where we, we did... Third, what was it? Sixth Gun. Sixth Gun first. Yeah, and then we did Worlds in Peril, which is a superhero tabletop, and then we did 13th Age. And ever oh, since then, right. I think Tyler's pretty much played in almost every game I've ran. Um, at least I've tried to get him to play in every game if he's down yep. to do it. I'm always down. So I'm always down for these games. Yeah, so I guess uh, first question would be, what got you interested in trying tabletop games? Uh, so in college, I played like a little bit. And by a little bit, I mean, like, I did a couple, like, we started, like, one session. Mm-hmm. That happened, I don't know, probably three or four times. Uh, my buddy Brendan is the one that usually ran those. One time he did, like, a Gamma World one that was pretty fun. Okay, nice. Or I played, like, a rock monster who couldn't talk but had a, uh, uh, what was it, like, a radio around his neck that he would, like, make, make noises for him. Was that, like, based off 4E or was that the older versions? Ah. Uh, I know they redid I mean, Gamma World for fourth it's, edition. It's so long ago, I do not remember. Yeah. Um, but then, so I, then after that, I, I didn't after college really until we did Comics Brew Place. Yeah. And like, I think that that was my first real, like the uh, the Six Gun one was my first real like extended thing. Yeah, because you were G Host Buster. G Host Buster. That was so good. Oh. Um. <laughs> I had a whole backstory for why it was a, it was, his name was a Gertrude Host Buster. Yeah. My dad was like, they picked the name before I knew it was a boy. <laughs> dad was like, no, G-Host. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I mean, yeah, so I mean, that's, Tyler and I have known each other for quite a long time. I didn't um, realize how long. Yeah, no, it's been, it's been a gang of years. Um, so I guess what made you want to hop back into the podcasting world? Like we did, we did Comics Brew. And then we did another podcast called Dream that went about two seasons until I made some mistakes. Um, 
I will fully take the blame on that. I'm not going to put down on anybody else but me. But yeah, well, uh, fair. Uh, what made you want to do this again? Uh, Especially with me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like playing tabletops with you. It's a lot of fun. Uh, but so Comics Room was weekly. Yes. And that was, we did that for five years, I think. I think it was about five years, yeah. Yeah, it was like 250-something episodes weekly. Like, did I don't think we took a week off. Maybe, um, maybe one or two. Maybe one. And I I only took a couple episodes off. It was like yeah. a handful of them. And I left after like three. Once my kid, once my first kid was born, I went to like remote. And then yeah. once my second kid was born, I was like, I, I got to be there. I got to be a parent. Yeah. So Sorry. that kind of burned me out. But I still like doing podcasts. Yeah. So this kind of format's a little better where, you know, we can pick a time, record you know, two, three, four episodes, and then I don't have to do it again next week. Right. I don't have to be there at the same time every single week. Yeah, you're not getting off work. Having, yeah. Because yeah, I think comics were re-recorded at like 11 p.m. Well, yeah, we, we started out recording real late because I was working Saturday nights. Yeah. So we, we record, record like midnight. We yeah. go till like 2 a.m. and then. Yeah, it was kind of silly. Drunk shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, real silly. I took a. I had a lot of problems in my life yeah. <laughs> for that. It's, so that was not appealing. But I like doing a podcast. Right. Yeah, I get it. And I like playing tabletop games. So when you were like, hey, do you want to do it? I was like, yes. There we go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, what made you want to do Delta Green? Because uh, Delta Green's dope as shit. Because <laughs> uh, we've, we, you did a one homebrew Delta Green game. Mm-hmm. I believe I died in. I think you've died in every Delta Green game I've, every, I've run yeah, you in. Yeah. And it's always like at the very end, too. Yeah. Like, it's just something random gets me. Like, I got sniped one time, didn't I? Yeah. Uh, then a Amigo cut my brain out. Yeah. And then a ghoul or something was at the That's last a ghoul, one? Yeah. Like a ghoul. It's like in the last bit, I just get got. But I gave them an option to, like, let them yeah, not no, do anything did. to let you go, and they didn't do it. So. <laughs> Which makes sense. But. Delta Green is just a fun system, yeah. and it's like the setting. I really enjoy it. So I, I think I've killed you in more games. I think I've killed you the most as a as a player character than anybody else I've ever played with. I, I like it, a lot. it's just always you. And, <laughs> I, I just mean, don't know why. The thir- I still think the Thirteenth Age one, we kill my barbarian, was my favorite. That it's like one best. hit crit from a zombie bear, just <laughs> yeah. done. And then you played a necromancer who raised, who had created that zombie <laughs> yeah. bear. So you raised your old character up, and like it became that, your minion. That, that necromancer was so much fun. And that Thirteenth Age <laughs> necromancer, you pick that feat, you get a permanent um, thing. It's like, yeah. oh, dude, I'm just yeah. riding around the shoulders of my old character, Jonesy Jonesy. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Uh. What drew you to your concept? Like, your, as you were creating this character for Delta Green this time around, like, what drew you to the concept you created? Did uh, you have one going in, or I, did you just wait to roll and like see what came out? Uh I the concept I had was because every time I've ever done Delta Green, it, it's like I've done somebody who's kind of just like a average Joe sort of thing, mm-hmm. or like in more of a tech or like a non physical base character, basically. Right. And so I just thought, well, fuck it. This time I'll just make a guy who was like special ops. So shit goes down, he can handle it. I like it. And I thought, like, the other thing I was thinking is somebody who's like dedicated to the Delta Green mission. And it just made sense to me, like, somebody who's like special ops knows how to, like, okay, I got these objectives. This is what I'm doing. 
by whatever force necessary. Nice. And so I figured, all right, this is somebody, kind of background of somebody who can, like, believe in the mission, and if something needs to be done, he can handle it. There you go. Um, did that ever, like, evolve as your brain, like, from your brain to the page? Like, as you thought about this, and then when you rolled... Oh no! You took an array, so uh, no, I I, ro- roll, yeah. I rolled them. I so rolled like, them. what did that evolve? Uh, did anything change as you had this concept in your brain it, to when you physically got it on the paper? It kinda did because I ended up. Let me grab my, I got my sheet right here. Yeah, we um, use paper sheets, buddy. Yeah, buddy. We don't. We don't. Um, yeah. I initially was hoping to like have them be a little bit smarter. But ended gotcha. up just the way I rolled it. I had to make it my lowest stacks. I need to put everything else you know, where it needs to go. But I, the only real change was that he was maybe gonna have like uh, already definitely like seen something yeah. unnatural. But with him like having intelligence as lowest stat and just kind of like following orders on stuff, I kind of changed it to like okay, he's never actually seen anything, but he. It's like he's been told and he knows, and that's the really only the change. Okay. Um, did you do any, like, research or watch any media for inspiration as you made this character? <laughs> uh, Go back I, and watch Rambo? Not really. I just tried to avoid making somebody who's exactly the same as on other podcasts that I've listened to. Okay. Um, I just go, I'll just need to go watch, like some special ops movie or something because i still i still have not picked exactly which branch of the military is in, but, oh, okay. but it hasn't come up that's so. true yeah uh what does tyler like to do for fun i like to play a shitload of video games and tabletop games you still play overwatch a bunch no i haven't played overwatch in the last year or so you know the blizzard is kind of sucked yeah blizzard yeah. sucks although once overwatch 2 comes out i'll probably give it a shot okay um but I mean, I just get stuck on games. I was playing Slay the Spire for a long time. And you played Hades for a ton, too. Oh, I played Hades for a long time. But now I'm on Elden Ring pretty hardcore. Nice. There you go. Um, I'm also speeding my way through Doctor Who again with my girlfriend, so. Bummer. <laughs> no, it's a great show. It's not. It's, it's lots of things we can't take back. Agree to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually watched Doctor Who. That's I think It's, it's hokey, like, uh, but it's fun. I just... I have a weird thing with fandoms where, like, if, oh, yeah, if the fandom yeah. is too much for me, I just instantly don't want to fuck with it. Like, like Serenity, like Firefly. Firefly is totally fine. But fans. the fandom for, for like Firefly? Yeah, Firefly you, you wouldn't me. like the fans. The, the, yeah. the, I agree. Fandoms ruin everything. Yeah. So just, uh, I avoid it. Yeah. So, uh, do you have any social medias that you want people to follow you on? Uh, you can follow me on my Instagram. It is uh, pictures of my dumb cat. All it is is pictures of my cat carrot. There you go. That is it. That is the only thing I post. It'll be a picture of him, the hashtag carrot. That's it. <laughs> that works. Yeah. So check it out. If you like that, yeah. He's a good cat. Seems yeah. like a pretty cool cat. He's chill. So. Except yeah. when he gets me. Look at that. Fucking. That happens. Yeah. yeah. And my cat scratch hello on me all the time. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're here. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, you are one of my favorite people to play this game with. And. Aww. We've been doing it for a long, long time. Anytime I'm going to have a game, I'm always going to try to get you into it if you want to. I'll hold you to Unless that. it's like people you don't know, then I don't I don't want to do that to you. That's like, fair. I know I did you in this situation, but yeah. like They're great. I, yeah, I know all these people. Yeah, exactly. you've met them before, at least in real life. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all right. Well, uh, thanks, Tyler. We'll talk thanks, to you Chris. Later.